Welcome to the American Duchess Podcast. We want to give a shout out to Dandy Wellington for his generosity in letting us use his music, Greenhouse Stomp, in each episode. If you like his music, you can find Dandy on YouTube, Instagram, Spotify, and iTunes, as well as jazzing up the streets of New York City almost every night. All right, now let's get on with the show. And that was our friend Dandy Wellington with Greenhouse Stomp and Y'all. Y'all? Y'all. We're back. <laughs> it's been a while. <laughs> How long has it been? Oh, boy. Many, 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 many moons. Many moons. Uh, welcome to Fashion History with American Duchess. I am one of your hosts, Lauren Stoll. And I am the other one, Abby Cox. And yeah. we've got Christina D'Angelo in here with us today, who's going to mm. talk about bustles and booties. Booty, 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 rocking it around. Booty, 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 <laughs> rocking it around, rocking it around, rocking around. I found you, Chrissy's booty. She stores it in cabinets and brings it out to Coco. To Coco. <laughs> brings it out to Coco. What did I just sign up for? Oh, boy. You've already been here for so, a few months. So, uh, Chrissy, most of you will probably know that, that Chrissy actually works for American Duchess. Uh, she is our sort of our general manager, warehouse maven, makes sure everything works. She also makes sure we sure she she ensures that we are work of working. Yes, she keeps us. And she <laughs> also answers the phone. So you've probably talked to her within the last couple of months or so. Yes. Uh, so Chrissy, hello. Hi. Uh, obviously, we know who you are, but would you please introduce yourself to our listeners? What do you do? How did you get into historical costuming, and how long have you been doing it? All the things. All Spill the, the things. Uh, for a while. I don't know. I've been doing costuming in one form or another all my life. My grandma taught me to sew, yada, 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 but probably got into historical end of things in college so what was that folks 20 years ago <laughs> depends on when people listen to this podcast <laughs> 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 Twenty some of years ago, years years ago. So, anyways yeah, early 2000s you know um Many. and pre-recession <laughs> when things were hopeful and not scary <laughs> i wouldn't call pre pre okay never mind anyway go anyways, on that's a different yeah. that's anyways. a different podcast for a different day anyways <laughs> somebody had the bright idea that we should attend this um victorian ball in uh, the Bay Area called the Gaskell's Ball. Woo woo. And if we were going to go, then of course we needed something to wear. And so I started looking online and found this whole rabbit hole of historical costuming. And well, you know how that goes. So. Yeah. So, so you went to a ball. And dressed as a bug. Dressed up. Uh, no, 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 no. Oh, the that first was later. one was not the bugs. The first one... Um, I did uh, hoop skirts, uh, <gasps> the infamous rice bags and coat hanger wire uh, hoop skirts. I was hoping we could talk about this in this episode. <laughs> oh, God, do we have to? I love this story. <laughs> well, everyone, everyone, like, oh, right. everyone puts, you know, elder costumers, if you will. Oh, God, on. is that what we are now? <laughs> I don't know if I'm an elder costumer, no, but no, okay. I don't know what, but, like, the, the blogger generation the ones who've been doing it a long time at this point yeah we're not we're not the live journal generation we're the blogger we're generation the blogger generation yes. and post live journal. and sometimes we get comments from people and and it makes they're like you're amazing and we're like i forgot how to sew a seam yesterday yeah <laughs> no i'm not please stop but so we always like to share the origin stories but here you are like we're literally here to interview you about your expertise and recreating historically accurate bustles which you can you can like go off on and it's amazing and scientific and extraordinary 
But your origin story with, with wired support garments starts with coat hangers and rice bags. I feel like we should start every podcast this season with the origin story of think, our guest. I think we should. Just to keep it real and to, yes. to remind people that we all sucked once and some of us and still, we still do. do. <laughs> Just because we get it right sometimes doesn't mean that we're not fucking yeah. it up the rest of the time. So, so coat hanger wires and rice bags. We'll, we'll, let's talk about this. Yeah. So, a uh, poor college student wanted to wear a fancy hoop skirt to this ball, because so that fancy. sounded right. Yeah, right? Yeah. I had no idea what the fuck I was doing. Uh, <laughs> Honk. Anyways. <laughs> you know, hoop wire, that stuff's expensive. Mm-hmm. And so, my friend and I uh, went to the hardware store to see if we could come up with an alternative, something that was a little cheaper. And um, we found... I mean, what was essentially coat hanger wire at the hardware store. I think it's actually insulation wire, but it's about the thickness of coat hanger wire, and it comes in four-foot lengths. Um, So four feet isn't long enough to get all the way around a hoop skirt if you've made one. You need much longer. So we duct taped together lengths of this four-foot wire. As you do. Abby's like starting to crack I still do this, guys. (laughs) Yeah, we we just fixed yours the other day. We just did this the other day. (laughs) Anyways. So, um, backing up real quickly, I was using a pattern. I was using uh, the Simplicity hoop skirt pattern that was out ages and ages and ages ago. I didn't actually read the instructions. We'll get back to that part. (laughs) Um, Duct taped together these coat hanger wires and just shoved them in the channels. And, you know, it seemed to work just fine. Okay, so if you're familiar with the Simplicity um, hoop skirt pattern, it is slightly elliptical. It's not entirely round. You're not standing in the center of the hoop like a cupcake. Um, you're actually supposed to be standing sort of towards the front of the hoop, and the hoop kind of kicks out behind you a little bit. There's a lot of historically accurate ways to do this. Mm-hmm. One of the ways is actually mentioned in the pattern if you bother to read the damn instructions. <laughs> I read them, and even though this was my first time making any historical garment, First time doing anything of this nature, I was like, well, that sounds dumb. (laughs) (laughs) I think every costumer makes this mistake where they're like, those people in the oldie timey days, they're so dumb. We were just talking about this last night. I'm like, what is this bit for? Yeah, like, like, why? Why why is this here? Surely I can omit this, right? And Chrissy's like, no. (laughs) Anyway, go on. Well, you never know. In any case, um, the way that the simplicity pattern asks you to do it is to install these ties on the inside of the hoop on either side, and then you tie those behind your butt, and it holds the whole thing uh, back. Um, So that's one way. Uh, Another appropriate way would be to put a bustle or a bum pad of some sort on and then put the hoop on over that, and that would also hold the hoop back. Um, You can also put a fabric panel in there, similar to the kind that you might see on a lobster bustle that also holds the hoop back. So I chose none of these. Anyways, in my brilliance, wisdom, whatever, I decided that instead of trying to hold the hoop back behind me, I was going to weigh down the front. And that would hold the front down and kick the back out. Science! I mean, it worked. It worked. What did you hold the front down with, Chrissy? Oh, boy. So, bags. What what are bad choices for 300, Alex? Rice. (laughs) Bags of rice. Ziploc baggies of freaking rice. White rice. Just. Now, to be fair, you did. Wild rice. This was the first. I was a poor college student. To be fair, Chrissy, this was your first. 
Gaskell's Ball. Yes, I've never been to a ball before. And, and many of our listeners are familiar with Victorian balls, but the Gaskell's Balls particularly, the ones in the Bay Area, there's such a thing called speed waltzing. Yes. And so when you get that hoop flying around, right? already when they are constructed without bags of rice and ballast in them, you get a lot of centrifugal force yeah. happening. Like, um, you'll see your underpants. This is actually why you have to wear drawers and a, 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 a modesty yeah. petticoat is because you think you've got this thing that goes all the way down to your ankles. Not when you're spinning. Not, not when you're spinning at top speed. You're going to so. flash everybody. So what happens? <laughs> That's how you find a husband okay. in the Victorian well, times, off, ladies. Just in, <laughs> just in case anybody's... Just show off those guys. <laughs> <laughs> ladies never showed their ankles. They just showed their never. panties and stands. <laughs> Before we talk about what the weighted bags of rice did, just in case our listeners are a little bit worried about bags of rice flying around on a dance floor, I did do the safe thing of encasing the Ziploc baggies in several layers of fabric so that if the baggie happened to break, there wouldn't be rice all over the dance See, floor. forethought, because I wouldn't have done that and there would have been rice all over the dance floor. I was being good. <laughs> Okay, so anyway, science, science with Chrissy. She thinks about these things. And it's just <laughs> what happens when you weigh down the front of your hoops with, and not just a bag of rice, there was two bags of rice on the front. How much And then they you weigh? start spinning. I don't know, like a pound each maybe? Okay. Oh my God. Like they're about this big. You can't see this. I'm saying this big, but. Um, they can kind of see it in the camera over here. We're, we're all spinning this on yeah, YouTube, if, everyone. If you're looking so. at the YouTube thing and you're not on the podcast. <laughs> Uh, yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe like two, cu- two cups of rice, maybe. Yeah, three maybe cups about of rice. two cups of rice in each bag. Um, anyways, so when you get spinning around and you're waltzing, um, those pack a punch. <laughs> you, were, <laughs> you were hitting people with your... I, so yeah, any time that my, uh, my hoops happen to hit somebody, normally, you know, hoops are light, they're flexible, you can, you know, bounce them back and forth. First off, coat hanger wire, not flexible. It doesn't like. It doesn't, it's not spring steel. Yeah, it, doesn't, it doesn't come back. It doesn't move and then bounce back. And Shocking. it's also freaking it just heavy. Bends. <laughs> it just bends. Yeah. So there were like dents in my uh, hoop skirt by the end of the night. Um, but these bags of rice like packed a punch, and so every time that my hoops hit somebody, it was like boom. <laughs> and they are they are quite crowded balls. Um, you do run into people. It's yeah. And part, you run part, into your partner. Part of the job of of the fellow you're dancing with or the lady you're dancing with is is to steer you. Yes. Like most of the time, I like when I was dancing, I never had any conversation with some some certain people because they were always like looking out for, like yeah, yeah. not hitting you the person in front of you. <laughs> You're like ah, flying around, very fun. And and your hoops are are bumping up against your dance partner as well. So now here's your the kicker, partners. Not only am I swacking my partners with these hoops laden with bags of rice. Do you remember those coat hanger wires? that were made out of four foot lengths and we had to duct tape them together to make them work. <laughs> yeah, that duct tape didn't hold. <laughs> so, so this is, for, for those of you listening, what we've learned here is that a lady's self-defense in the Victorian era could be found in her hoops because if she used cheap coat hanger wire, she could use it as a weapon. I feel like this is some sort of special weapon you get in an MMORPG online. <laughs> You know, like the spinning. If you do the side quest for the special hoops yeah, of death. Yeah, like you collect the papers from the raptors enough and you get the spinning hoop skirt of death. With spiky bits. I'm also and probably weights. the only person left on this planet that says the full MMORPG. I, I, I was kind of wondering I gotta where you really honest. I'm showing my age. No, I just went 
Why way over my head? I'm sure there. I can get gather. It's a gamer term. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Anyways, anyway. I I can visualize it. It's very exciting. So, so th- there was there were corpses all over the dance floor because right. you stabbed and pummeled I them. Stabbed, with your well, and all my partners were too polite to say anything, and all the petticoats and hoops or all the petticoats and and skirts like you couldn't quite see the stabby bits. And so I was just stabbing people left and right and didn't know until like halfway through the night, Mm. you know, so that's where I started. That's where you started. So, so let's bring this. Bring so around to where back. you are now because it's, it, I still I have a hunch. I have a hunch that you have improved since then. Yes, as we so, all have. So growth is possible. It is. Lessons can be learned, and now you are just. You are like a. I mean, genius is a is a risky Ooh, word I don't to say, say genius but now. you are so freaking good Aww. at at this kind of really techy, hands y you know, engineering aspect of costuming. Like that's why you always make the most gorgeous courses and like all your vessels and stuff. And so it's true. I mean, that's why we're always like, well, geez. Okay. So just for reference, everybody, we're in a new studio. It's in a maker space. So you might actually, we're not really sure how this sounds because this is our first episode we've recorded in here, but you might be hearing like maker sounds in the background. We're not a hundred percent sure. Like uh, saws and lasers and things like that. CNC Tormach, yeah. whatever. Yeah. And so no big. we came in here to do the tour and Chrissy was like, oh, this, oh, that. Laser <laughs> three. This, this. And Let's cut and out courses with lasers. <laughs> yeah. And like Lauren and I are like, wow. It's the best way to cut out a corset. I mean, there is a fuck actually wants to do that by hand. Yeah. They have two 3D printers. One is named Rick. The other is named Morty. We are in college again. Even I could appreciate that. Yes. So, so you're you're really into the tech stuff so yes bustles the tech it's not just the yes. lobster where, tail where did this come from where did your yeah. obsession with bustles <coughs> come from well, and and for the record this is the woman that owns how many bustles and no bustle dresses i don't i still don't <laughs> she borrows <laughs> mine and she looks amazing dresses. in it <laughs> and i sold or gave away most of my bustles before moving out here and i probably still have at least a dozen i did not bring them all today um uh, so, yes, why like, do you, you, why like do you, you said, I'm, I'm really interested in the sort of engineering of things, and I find that with historical costuming, so much of that, like, weird engineering and construction stuff is all in the underwear. Like, the dresses are pretty, the dresses are nice, there's some really cool engineering that goes into that as well, mm-hmm. um, but where you really get down into, like, uh, reshaping... Um, creating structure and whatnot is all in the underwear. And so that's just kind of the direction that I went. And so mm-hmm. corsetry, uh, better hoop skirts than the <laughs> rice bags, stabby coat hanger wires. It should be dipped in bronze. Uh, <laughs> 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 Although I still have that hoop and I still wear it. I, I just replaced the boning with more appropriate boning. I feel like uh, when there's the exhibition <coughs> about historical costuming in the museum, LACMA, cough, cough, Clarissa, cough. Um, <laughs> that that one should be like on display <laughs> inside out so you can see like yes. the multiple layers of yes. the different boning yes, rows exactly and I think you should put cut hanger wire back into it oh god well I, I like to think that somebody back in the 1850s some lady that was like hoop skirts are the thing now <laughs> Gage Grenolins probably did something like this right? and I'm, I'm making you know speculation of they're like oh I need a wire hoop skirt okay I'm gonna make that myself based, <laughs> I used to see some janky things of, based off of the 
the most ridiculous stories I've read in like early Victorian newspapers and magazines, I do not put it past someone in like Missouri. Yeah. Who's like, I want to be prancy. Well, there's a, a bustle, um, and, and you have some examples, I think, of one of these. There's a bustle in the Marjorie Russell textile uh, collection here, in mm-hmm. Re- uh, not in Reno, but in, in Nevada, uh, that is made out of bed springs. Nice. Yeah, not oh, just, yeah, there's some, not just the ones that are kind of looky lucky, but actual. Oh, this one's literally made out of bed yeah, springs. Bed springs. <laughs> did you bring one that? Did you bring? Those? I have not made. Oh, oh you do. You oh, have... I didn't bring that little one. I don't know where. That's it okay. Is. We oh, can okay. flash a picture of. Yeah, Dang we'll, it. We'll, we'll pull up a picture of it. But so you got involved because of the tech and the the. the yeah, yeah, it's just you know, it's it's hardware mixed with soft things. It's just a really cool blending of mm-hmm. of stuff. It's not just working with pattern shapes and whatnot, but it's it's trying to figure out how do you mm-hmm. get that shape? How do you get that structure? Mm-hmm. What kind of materials do you need? Uh, does mm-hmm. it need to be spring steel? Can it be something different? Mm-hmm. Um, it's just so much fun. And then there's all sorts of documentation, uh, patents that go into some yes. really weird, crazy shit that I don't even know if anybody actually made, but we can see that they were thinking about it Yeah, um, and what they were trying to do, what they were experimenting with. And that's just a really fun rabbit hole to go down. Mm-hmm. So, so, so you're into bustles and we've covered that. I think what I'm really curious about is everyone and their mom literally has a lobster tail, you know, cause that is like you wrote in your article for foundations revealed and like you presented your, during the costume college, like, and every time you've presented beyond the lobster tail, mm-hmm. which is basically what we're doing now, you're always like, everyone has the lobster tail. Because there's patterns for it. Because there's patterns yeah. for it. And yeah. so what made you go, you know what? This is great. But. But. But what else is out there? Yeah. I mean, you even have on the blog a lobster tail yeah. pattern. Yeah. Um, and, you know, so those were everywhere. I'd made several of those. Um, and they're cool. But I got bored with them. And they're also, they give you a really good shape, but they're also, like, banging against the back of your legs. And mm-hmm. so I also just wanted to try different things. And I started looking around online and saw this whole wealth of different types of bustles out there. Yeah, because there's tons that there survive in museums. There are so many. Like, like if you open a magazine and yeah. you see an ad, a page of ads for bustles, they're all different. Like yeah. there's a bust, there's a lobster tail in there, sure. Or there's something that looks kind of lobster tail-ish. But then there's like half a dozen or a dozen other types and they all look wildly different. Um, and they're all made out of dif- different materials. Some of them are metal, some of them are fabric, horsehair, some of them are stuffed, um, some of them are made out of like reed and grasses and things. Mm. So, but no two are alike. There's just so many. And so I just one day thought, why don't I try making some of these? So what was the you first know. one you made? Oh hell, I don't even know what the first one was. I, I, I basically over the course of a month recreated probably at least six or seven different Jeez. styles. And then I've, <laughs> over a month, over a month. <laughs> as you do. Just for funsies. BRB guys can't go out tonight making another butt. Like I can't even decide. <laughs> like I can't even decide between, you know, uh, I like what Starbucks drink I want to drink this morning. Do I want to drink chai or do I really want one of those caramel brulee lattes? Do I want hot or do I want cold? How do you decide what bustle? Oh wait, you don't have a bustle dress, so never mind. I don't have any bustle dress. I have seventeen <laughs> bustles. Which one am I gonna wear? It's just a challenge of do I wish to sew today or do I wish to cocoon myself in a blankie and watch Netflix and pretend well, that. <laughs> In, in Chrissy's world, it's like, do I wish to work with power tools today? Yes. <laughs> the or answer lasers. is always yes. <laughs> yes. Or am I going to cook something with yes. science? Am I going to play with natural gas or the drill? 
Hmm. Let's make another bustle. We're kind yeah. of taking the piss out of you right now, but that's yeah. fine. So, so which it's with love. Which one and a lot of uh, is your favorite of the bustles that you have made? So it oh, that one's hard because my my two favorite are my Phantom Bustle and my um, so the Phantom Bustle um, for those who can see. Sorry, listeners, is sitting on the table right here. Uh, and we'll describe that in a moment. And then uh, my other favorite is the Lotta Bustle. That's my favorite. That's uh, the big booty. So mental. The Lotta Bustle is this. It's a lot. It, 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 it is a Lotta. Um, I will try to describe Literal. this to the best of my abilities. It is um, this really old buckram covered spring steel. Um, you used to be able to get this until about six years ago. And it was um, what they actually used in the period as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's, what, seven ribs of that? This thing is freaking huge. It is. It is massive. Um, I wore it, and it was just like. <laughs> I stuck uh, circus animals and yeah, streamers you did. in you this and candy, yes. didn't you? At the gala, at everything, costume college. Everything I could find decorating a table went on Chrissy's butt. Yep. And it later on, glorious. they were trying to find some of the rest of their decorations. I can't wait to post and that I came picture. back, and they're like, "Oh, that's where they live." Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyways, so this thing is I've enormous. It's myself. got like seven um, ribs uh, that extend out probably mm. a foot and a half. Almost from your butt. Uh, And then holding those up are other ribs that are vertically placed and bent to create um, springs. To support support those ribs that are sticking out. Yeah, so sorry, that was a terrible description. If you look up Lotta Bustle, L O T T A Mm -hmm. online, Mm -hmm. um, you might be able to find images of this. I came across uh, a single image of this online and I thought, Okay, that's weird. It's got to be a one-off. It's got to be some like random thing that only one person made and wore, or maybe it was never even worn, because um, it just looks so Gnarly. insane. Yeah. It does not yeah. look like something that you would actually wear as a functional item. Um, so yeah, thought it was a one-off. Thought it was cool. Thought yeah, maybe I'll make one of those one days, one of these days. And then I started finding more images and more images. And at first I thought, okay, it's the same bustle. Somebody just took a picture from a different angle. But then I counted the ribs and there was a different number of ribs. And I'm like, okay, so that's a second one. And then that's a third one. And then I started finding advertisements for them. And I'm calling it the Lotta Bustle because the advertisements actually call it the Lotta Bustle. Mm -hmm. Um, In fact, Lynn uh, pulled out, I don't even remember what magazine. She just found all these old magazines and she bought them and we were looking through them for the first time and they're right there on the page was an ad for a lot of bustle like i'm sure if you went to like archive.org or google books and you typed in lot of bustle like yeah. in parentheses you could probably actually find some of that too digitally yes um just absolutely. for those of you at home who want to go and uh, have a look there looky. was a patent for this too, there's that multiple found. patents for this now the patents i don't think called them a lot of bustle um but they that was a marketing spin yeah that's uh but there's there's a lot of different patents for slightly different variations on this improvements um well improvements with you know quotation Air marks quotes. around it um and the interesting thing is when i'd seen this bustle i had assumed from the shape uh and from the size that it was from the second bustle era um because it it literally is just uh resting right against your butt uh, it's not really going down. It's not holding down, uh, not holding your skirts out yeah. um, below or anything like that. Um, but when you start looking at the patents and the dates on those, they're the early 70s. Mm. So this was at least being developed in the 70s. And I believe some of the magazine ads also date from the 70s as well. Nice. Um, and so 
this does actually date from the first bustle era. Um, you might have had to wear a hoop or something like a petticoat mm. that had some structure down at the bottom to also hold your scoots, skirts to <laughs> hold your skirts uh, up out, I guess, uh, down near the bottom because this, like I said, really only takes care of your butt. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's earlier than I thought. I actually made this and wore it a few times before I even like went back and checked the tape. <laughs> I just I assumed based yeah. on the look of it that it was a second bustle era. Um, but it well, could yeah, be worn for either. Sense. Yeah. So this is <clears throat> kind of the most, of the ones that you've brought to talk about and to show us today, uh, this is the most complicated By one. far. This is like the coup de gras of muscles. Yes. I, I put it's 70 rivets in this like, it doesn't Jeez. even look like there's that I many. couldn't use my hands the next <laughs> so, day. So basically what, what this means is that as much as we love this one and it gives, it gives a great shape and it's lightweight and it doesn't kick against your legs when you walk. It Most people are probably not going to no. make this. Yeah, it's pretty, <laughs> I'm looking at that like, no, that's never for me. Um, <laughs> yeah, this that's, is a, that's this like, is Christy, can I borrow your puzzle, please? So let's go, yeah, really. Let's go back in time, uh, not in time, but let's go back in complexity. Um, <laughs> to the little to, and, and oh, we've got a, a little whole bag of the these here. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's well. a second one in there if you want to dig it out, too. <laughs> a, sec a second um, phantom? or just Yeah, I have oh, okay. like a half yeah. dozen of these hanging well, around teach, at any time. You teach people how to make these. Yes, I teach a class on this. I've taught it in a couple of different places. And mm -hmm. um, so I've made several just so that I know that I know what I'm doing. I can um, mm -hmm. get into <gasps> the... You know what I just realized? What did you just realize? These look like baby Yodas. They no, they don't. What? They look, if you they turn don't look down, like baby Yoda. If it's a baby Yoda, like he's oh, starting to little Yeah, his little pod. If you say so. I, I like to see I think that they look like um, cool. Back to your World of Warcraft. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that know, too. Uh, I, yeah, I have actually done that with these. Yeah, you made for I a did. steampunk ball. You did yeah. something like that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like look the at only my costume contest I've ever won. My sweet safety pinned uh, nice. waistbands and stuff. Because, <laughs> yeah, I might make cool bustles and shit, but... I can't be asked to like actually finish things. <laughs> what else? With, with grommets or rivets. Yeah, grommets so the, or rivets. The phantom mm. bustle, these are really interesting because this is like a contiguous uh, wire yes. that creates a spring. So this is based on um, several um, surviving examples, um, as well as more patents mm. um, and uh, ads and stuff like that as well. So uh, some of them are contiguous wire. Some of them are, all of mine are, mm. um, and some of them are made of indi individual pieces of wire with some other sort of thing that's creating a spring. Okay. When uh, I made mine, it, it did not have any kind of spring in it. It just collapsed. Because you used individual wires, I right? I used individual yes. wires. And then when you showed me that the contiguous wire, I was like, oh. Right. Well, the cool thing about looking at patents is that um, a patent for a bustle that is identical or nearly similar similar to this showed sort of a blown up expanded version of it like if uh if they weren't all held together down here at the bottom so i'm going to try and describe this a little bit um this looks like a little bit of a maybe a beetle shell or something like that it's, it's a doodle uh, a doodle book yes exactly yeah, um totally. and there's just a, a single wire that goes from the left side creates an arc to the right side um, it loops around in a way that kind of creates a spring. I'd be hard-pressed to explain that in words without showing you. And then it arcs back over to the left side, loops back mm -hmm. over to the right side, and it just goes back and forth, and you've got about six ribs. Mm -hmm. uh, and then they're held in place by a central tape that keeps them spaced apart and keeps them from springing out everywhere. And then um, on, the, on either side, where all of those loops connect, 
there's uh, a wire that holds those in place, and then there's a string that connects those two. Uh, so sorry, that's not the best explanation. No, I thought that was lovely. Use your imagination. Um, I believe uh, one of these is in the VNA, and it's called the New Phantom Bustle. Okay, and that's where you um, got the name from. That's where I got the name from. There's also one in the LACMA. It's not mm. listed as a phantom. Um, they actually, they think there's maybe two in LACMA, and I hope I'm not getting the museums wrong. But I believe the one in the uh, VNA is called the New Phantom Bustle. So if you want to see an image. Go look mm -hmm. for that. Because this is a single wire going back and forth, mm. um, and, and because it's twisted at the sides in a specific way, it creates a bit of a spring. So this is not spring steel. This is back to coat hanger, coat wire, hanger wire. Because <laughs> apparently I got a thing. Used appropriately. Uh, <laughs> it's actually, if you go to the Home Depot or the Lowe's or whatnot, it's called picture wire. And this is a 12 gauge, um, I want to say it's galvanized. Looks like it. Yeah, yeah, it's galvanized steel. So your butt won't rust. Yes. Aha, I no actually did leave butt. a bunch of this outside <laughs> on purpose to see if it would rust, and it didn't. So Because that's, that's the kind of thing Chrissy um, does. It is. Well, I wanted to know for class. I wanted to be able to tell my students. Exactly. Your butt um, won't rust when you sweat on it underneath. Congratulations. Your chance of getting tetanus in the booty. <laughs> <laughs> Get your tetanus shots, kids. Uh, in oh. any case, uh, because this isn't spring steel, what that means is when you bend this, it stays where you bend it. Mm -hmm. um, it has memory. Um, so most of the time you want to be using spring steel when you're using, uh, when you're making bustles and hoop skirts and things like that. But in this case, this is a really small bustle. Um, and so it's not going to get bent around very much. Um, it's very, very compact and, uh, the spring in it is created by those loops on the side. So you don't really need it to be spring steel. Mm -hmm. And none of the patents or articles, uh, I'm sorry, ads, indicated that it was spring steel. So mm -hmm. I thought, like, what the f I'm going to try this with some cheap-ass coat hanger wire. And lo and behold, it worked. Mm -hmm. And so why the hell go buy? Yeah. You know, and if well, you've ever tried to manipulate spring steel, to try and bend it into this yeah. form yeah, would I be I can't hard. imagine. And these are surprisingly strong. Too. Yes, yeah. they, they are take very sturdy. Like, I've put um, layers and layers of petticoats and then heavy velvet skirts over these, and it's held it up just fine. It has not collapsed. It has not had any issue. Um, and it's, part of that is because of the small compactness of it. If you try mm -hmm. to make these bigger, they do collapse. Mm -hmm. Everybody kind of looks at this and they're like, oh, that's really tiny. You know, I got a big butt. Uh, I'm a bigger girl, whatever. And I'm like, no, 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 you don't need to make it any bigger. I was um, just going to ask you that question. The existing actually. ones are actually even smaller than this in most mm. cases. I feel if like you go you and you look at the dimensions. Strap two of these onto your hips and have some like. Panniers, yeah. Yeah, if you're like, they totally you've gotten some of these, but no uh, actual hoops, mm -hmm. like side hoops, then there you, you go. You absolutely <laughs> could. But I mean, once you get this on your butt, yes, it may not be as wide as your, your ass. Um, but once you've got a petticoat or two and then your overskirt and then very often bustle dresses also have a, a, a apron type skirt, a, yeah. another overskirt over that, that's kind of bustled up and swagged up and whatnot. And by the time you have all those layers on, you don't need anything bigger. This is plenty big enough and it yeah. creates a beautiful little round shape. Like it is so freaking cute on. Um, when you wore my bustle dress, when you gave this presentation at Costume College last year, did I you... I wore your... Uh, oh, you actually wore my... I actually wore oh, your okay. lobster tail bustle because okay. I knew that you'd made it for that. And no, so I... It's just well, like I'm, Jennifer yeah, I made, made that. Yeah, yeah, yeah I mean, you, you made the dress for that bustle. Yeah. And I wasn't going to mess with it. But I do think I put it on with this and I it worked. you did, yeah. Yeah. yeah I was like, it worked. Wait, didn't you? I've, I've put this on 
with a couple of petticoats and skirts and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So I can see the shape and it, mm-hmm. it, it looks really, really nice. Abby here from American Duchess. If you love what we do and want to be a part of the American Duchess community, consider becoming a patron over on our Patreon page. Our tiers include a wide variety of perks, including early access to podcasts and videos, coupons for shoes, a private Facebook group, and access to unique sewing patterns. We love our patrons, and we can't wait for you to join us. Now, back to the show. So you mentioned that there were a lot of bustles that Mm -hmm. were made out of things other than wire or steel of some Mm -hmm. kind. Uh, could you describe some of those? Excellent sure. beginner-friendly bustles. Yeah, easy bustles. Because, I, I mean, I'm not like a... I, I love the bustle period, but I've got my one tournure, and I'm just like, yeah, that's the one I've got. Yeah, you're never going to make another thing if you don't have to, right? Or I'm yeah. a little intimidated. Maybe I'm I'm a bit of a beginner. I'm a little intimidated. I'm like, I don't know how to... No, not going to be spit. No. no, please. So <laughs> what what else is there? Because they're not, the, they're not only wired. Right, no, no, no. There's so many other options. So if you're a beginner... Um, and you're, or you're just looking for something inexpensive or something that can go to multiple time periods. Yes, exactly. Or, or because easy this, to pack both or, of these yeah. actually do well for the 1830s. As, That's true. As and well. in fact, also Abby, uh, this one, Abby's stolen this one for me multiple he, times. He, he. So this is a, um, just a bustle that's made out of several ruffles and it's been slammed into my trunk and sort of beaten <laughs> and, uh, these are bent, but this, this is, is made out of horsehair ruffles. ruffles. Out of horsehair that out are of horse bound. Hair. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, the edges of the ruffles are bound. If you want the edges to be even stiffer, you can put a little bit of... Um, like millinery wire? Uh, I was going to say fishing twine, but millinery mm. wire would work as well. Mm. Uh, fishing twine isn't going to bend and stay stuck like bend millinery. <laughs> okay, legally blonde. Uh, but So you could stiffen that up with um, some fishing wire in there. But the ruffles create some oomph. And then because the ruffles are made out of horsehair and the horsehair is going horizontally, um, that creates more oomph. And so this is actually meant for the bustle era. But Abby at costume mm-hmm. college last year went, oh, shit, I forgot my bum for my 1830s um, Which dress. Is, yeah, they're actually called bustles in the yeah. 1830s. Yeah, too, they're still called bustles. Yeah. They look a lot like this. And so yeah, she came exactly. to my room and is like, give me that, that ruffle thing. No, it was I was nicer than that. <laughs> no, she was very polite. Like, give me that ruffle uh, thing. I'm like, I don't know, maybe this one will work. And I was like, uh, yeah, perfect. And it was amazing. It mm-hmm. gave her exactly that le- that little bit of oomph in the mm-hmm. butt yeah. uh, that she needed. Yeah, totally. Um, well, and you see originals too that look like yeah. this, this, the, um, the so this red and white one. one. This is your. It's, this is very squished right now. I want to call it your tapioca, and I know that's not right. And this for, is a. For, um, those, for those of you listening, if you want to see what these look like, head on over to our YouTube channel. Yeah. We will have uh, images of what we're yeah. talking about yeah. here. So let yeah. me describe this one briefly. Um, this is called the Tampico bustle. Tampico. Not uh, tapioca. And Tampico is actually a fiber that's made out of, um, from the agave plants. I was mm. going to say, isn't it also like a drink or a sauce or something that you can buy? At the, it's like a brand name. I don't know. Um, in any case, Margaritas. it creates a fiber that's springy. Mm. Um, and so it's kind of like the horsehair in that it's springy and gives you is some... from um, the inside of the agave? I don't know. Because I'm, I'm just thinking about like, well, I'm getting it mixed up it's with some fibrous now. So. It would have to be because it's like the fibrous insides. Yeah, yeah that's um, cool. And anyways, they process it and they create this fabric out of it. I 
don't know if they even make that these days. I was not about to go looking try to it. track down some crazy weird thing. So this one I, I tested making it out of uh, a lightweight buckram. Um, and unfortunately over the years, that buckram has squished. squished. So this one doesn't quite have the loft that it used to. Maybe you could steam, um, steam those back. You probably it. could, yes. Yeah. And so, so this one is just, um, it's about maybe a foot wide, maybe a little wider. Um, bless you. And, Sorry, and about maybe 10 inches uh, long. Um, so maybe it's about 14 inches wide. Anyways, and it's just a solid little um, fabric base with ruffles sewn across and across and across and across. And I happen to box pleat them. Um, and again, the ruffles are edged on along the bottom with some uh, bias binding mm -hmm. um, or any sort of binding tape. And you see this commonly in um, originals. Uh, and it's very often either red or navy blue. I don't Sassy. know why. Uh, but in any case, you could, uh, oh, and I sewed the ruffles on facing up. Yeah, so and then, then they have the extra kick. They f they go down and they have that little bit of extra oomph. Um, so both of those are very simple, very easy things. Um, even if you don't have horse hair, because horse hair can be a bit expensive. Yeah. If you've got a fabric that's a little bit stiffer, mm -hmm. um, something from your stash, if it doesn't have a lot of stiffness, use that fishing wire trick. Uh, put fishing wire on the bottom edge of the ruffles, and that will help hold it out. And then you can hide that fishing wire by covering it with the binding. Um, and you'd, you'd be surprised how a bunch of stacked ruffles can floof oh, out yeah. your tush quite a bit. Well, and, when, and then you can use it for different things. What like, is this from? This one is a little bit later. I want to say that this was a bit more from um, the second era. Um, Not natural form. So that, well, no, actually, yes. you could still use this for natural form. Sure. I was say, this also looks just like one that's in Work Woman's Guide from the 1830s. Yeah, well, because this like, is a design yeah. that it's works timeless. for so many eras. That's very interesting, though, that we here in the future, we're like, oh, the second bustle era. Huge bustles, big bustles, Dude. giant bustles. And yet no, there were still a plethora always. of these smaller uh, pleated fabric or horsehair bustles well, available. Well, you can layer these. Yeah. Like if you've got mm, yeah, another bustle or whatnot and you just want a little bit more oomph, you can actually put this over it and That's true. get a little bit more oomph. Um, but, and and it, these could also be used during natural form. Everybody thinks natural form, oh, they're not wearing any. Yeah, that's oh, not yeah, true. They are. <laughs> oh, it's natural. That was, that's just a woman's natural shape. Ha -ha. No, it ain't. <laughs> no, it's not. Ain't nobody looks like that, okay? Padding all out the wazoo. So you still it's just had. different location. You still had padding in your butt, just not like, oh, you bustle and you still had like down the back of your leg legs often um like some pleats or something that was kind of even just a really small lobster tail bustle um, oh, keep going uh down the back of your your uh legs to hold yeah. out your natural yeah. form there's, there's a lot more dress. structure in those so 70s uh petticoats than this sort of thing would like. work actually just fine for that as would this next one um, so the second thing that you can do if mm -hmm. you are working on a budget or you don't want to go get crazy materials or you're is, new or you're new. Yeah, exactly. Like you don't want to go throw down a bunch of money on spring steel yeah. or anything, um, is bustles that are padded and you see so many different kinds. They're every shape, every size. Um, I don't remember what museum it's in. There's this one that looks like. Some unholy blob made from. <laughs> is it red paisley? Is it yes, that one? it's a fat like yeah. paisley couch 
I think it's the VNA. It's like the most obnoxious. And it's, it's huge. It's not. It's enormous. It's not like a sink. It's got like a couple layers going on. It's not symmetrical. Like it looks like this. It looks like Jabba the Hutt. <laughs> <laughs> it does. I'm sorry. And it's the ugliest thing I have ever seen. And I don't know if somebody handmade it like from their couch cushion. I hope so. Um, But guess what? It works. It works. Yeah. It does what it was intended to do. Um, and I can personally attest to the fact that I've seen many, many, many people grab their couch cushions and use those underneath. Because sometimes you forget something. You get to an event. You forgot. I forgot my corset last costume college. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> you forget your peignets. You forget your bustle, whatever. I've seen friends use pillows. I've seen friends laundry use laundry baskets. <laughs> Natalie. <laughs> laundry, you out. Laundry big big blobs of tulle. Uh, Peterson. Like a, a, it wasn't a laundry basket. It was a garment bag. Oh, it was a garment yeah, bag. Yeah, it was a garment bag. But, like, people use all sorts of things. Um, but the simplest thing is some sort of pillow. Mm-hmm. Um, some sort of stuffed and padded thing. Um, so the one that I've got right here... At its simplest, uh, you could literally just take a pillow and sort of squish the top edge um, in, attach it to a waistband, (laughs) and go. I've done that. Um, But you can get a little bit more complicated. Uh, This one that I made here is based on, ooh, I want to say one that's in LACMA. I really got to put some tags on these things so I remember this stuff. Uh, (laughs) We can correct that later if we have to. Um, And it's tubes of fabric uh, that have been stuffed with polyfill. Mm. And then... um, have been stitched to a fabric base and then there's some ruffles at the bottom yeah Uh, and it's surprisingly small i made this based on the same measurements um i made this Mm -hmm. to the same measurements as the one that's at the lacma um and it's not huge it's not going to give you a giant badonkadonk it's not going to do a lot um now there were there was some evidence that there Mm -hmm. was maybe some ties on the back to help that could be um, tied to yeah. sort of pull the thing in a little bit and push it out a bit, mm. which would um, be that's actually yeah because that gives the that gives a similar shape to like the lobster tail with the wire, but it's just not, shorter. but it's out of fabric, and yeah. so uh, this is also like yeah a really great option for someone who wants something mm-hmm. to be made on the cheap and very easy. Were the original ones stuffed with horsehair? I believe the original one was made with horsehair. Okay, um, I've made this from a ticking. Um, oh, but oh, I meant like the interior stuffed with like. I don't remember what it was I stuffed think, with. To I, think I would I've wager seen one probably. That was, um, oh no, you you did show. Me. I I learned this in Chrissy's class. <laughs> it was the the Where did coils, I this the spring from? coils covered in fabric, yeah. covered in some sort of yeah. paper or something. Because we're mm-hmm. just we're only touching on a few styles, a few yeah. general options. There are so many out there, but yeah, there are several different um, fabric stuffed ones that are the fabric is often made out of horsehair it's really durable it's got Mm -hmm. some spring to it but you don't have to use that well ticking's a great Um, option too yeah ticking is great it's nice and strong yeah and you can stuff them with anything um very often it would be stuffed with horsehair kind of like the cushions that you guys made for 18th Mm -hmm. century hair um because it's got that springiness and that resilience to it exactly it's lightweight um i've used polyfill it works it's fine you could mm-hmm. use some of the same options that you guys used for 18th century rumps and stuff, cork, yeah. like mm-hmm. whatever you have lying around the house, fabric scraps. Yeah. You got your cabbage bin. Your cabbage bin can be used to stuff yeah. uh, a, a fabric bustle, and then you mm-hmm. can be using up. Mm, uh, yeah. Yeah. Reduce, I, reduce, I, would, reuse. I would not use wool roving for this, I don't think. Nah, your butt would be warm. It'd be well. It, I think it'd get heavy, and then it would end yeah. up matting onto itself after a while. Yeah, yeah. it might squish down and and. Uh, 
what's the word? This is like yeah. really nice felt. to touch. Like I keep like handling it. <laughs> She's like kind of molesting like, my bustle. Yeah, I'm is what's happening here. So a few questions relaxing. about the the collection of bustles. And collection. again, you mentioned that, that this is not this out. is not all of them. No. no. <laughs> um, which one was the hardest to make? Definitely the Lotta. Um, I was working from images, and so what I had done is I printed out a bunch of pictures and I pinned them around my workspace and I uh, was trying to kind of create it on my mannequin uh, by eyeballing the lengths of the boning. And so I'd, I'd pin the boning in place, I had it held up by various means while I was working on it, and I'd sort of like add a little bit more, add a little bit more, okay, that looks about right. And then I'd go down to the next bone and I'd try to get that into place. And I wouldn't cut anything yet because I wanted to like make yeah. sure that I had it right. And so then once I got all the main bones in place and like I said, eyeballing against those pictures, then I had to go back and like fix the first bone. And then the second, it was just back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. And then same thing when it goes to those vertical springs, it was just sort of visually eyeballing and pinning and clipping and um, like holding things in place until I kind of had the thing assembled without rivets. Mm. Um, and in some that cases, that sounds scary. Right? Yeah, like, it was, ah. it was a disaster waiting to happen. In some cases, I was using. Um, For the record, Chrissy does have two eyes. I do have all my eyes and my all her fingers fingies. and toes. For now. <laughs> For now. Knock on wood. I wear safety glasses. She is. She's very safe. I'm, I'm the one I'm who's the like one. box cutter wield it like a katana. <laughs> I'm the one Chris is building that thing, and I'm like, we're leaving now. You need to stop using power tools. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's here to call 911. <laughs> <laughs> so what, which bustle of the ones, of all the ones you've created, were you most surprised by? And why were you surprised? Honestly, I think that little phantom bustle. Yeah. I just made that shit for shits and giggles. Like, I didn't think it was going to work. It was so <laughs> small. It was made out of coat hanger wire. Um, you and know, we know your history with coat hanger wire. It's just a waiting to happen. Um, and so I just assumed that it would collapse under its own weight. It would bend out of shape. Um, if I sat down, it would squish. I mean, it doesn't even end up touching the chair seat, but you can actually, um, you can actually for travel fold this up. Yeah, and it's then it super springs small. back, even though it's not spring steel. Just the way that it's constructed, it creates a sort of um, you know basic basic spring. Um, I had no idea when I started doing this one that this would do that. I yeah. had absolutely no idea that that would work. I had absolutely no idea that it would be such a cute little shape um, and that I would go on to create a class and <laughs> teach people how to make these dang things. It's awesome. Uh, so, yeah. It's your baby. Completely out of it's nowhere. It's your bustle baby. Bustle yeah, babies. it's my little phantom bustle baby. So, okay. So, we know your favorite. The one that surprised you the most. The one that you obviously teach classes on is the phantom one. Mm. But if someone came up to you and they were like, Help me, Chrissy. Help me. You're my only hope. You're my only hope. How many Star Wars references are we going to get in this podcast? I don't know. We're I'm on three. <laughs> Let's keep going. <laughs> only three? I'm Jeez. disappointed. Um, We're not done yet. Three <laughs> have we? No, is that a bad? That's terrible. I sh I'll, I'll go home now. Suck, um, you do. <laughs> um, but what, what out of at least the ones we talked about or one that you can pull out of your bag, uh, your bag of bustles, your bustle bag. <laughs> Everybody has a bustle bag, right? Yeah. Nope. It's a really giant IKEA bag of bustles. The blue bag. <laughs> the of biggest bustles. IKEA bag that you can get. <laughs> which one do, would you recommend? So if someone was like, "Chrissy, you're the expert. Which oh. one should I make? If I could only have one in my in my wardrobe, it which one would I make?" It really depends on what you want. Um, they want a bustle. <laughs> 
Well, thank you for stating the obvious, Abby. You're welcome. <laughs> um, I don't know that I would pin it down to any particular one. Obviously, you have to take into account what people's, uh, what materials you have access to, how much time. Um, I would say that if you want to go uh, inexpensive, super highly functional, um, something like the Phantom, it doesn't have to be the Phantom, um, but something that's really small is just that um, the type of bustle that sits just on your butt Mm -hmm. um, you can take that and use that for early bustle as well this is this is a very second bustle shape the The phantom Phantom, yes and there's there's slightly nicer versions of this that Mm -hmm. are made with spring steel and then they're riveted down here at the join Um, but basically i would make something that's about this shape about this size it only sits on your butt if you're going to do first era you're still going to need some more supports but you could wear this for both first and second. I would say it's the most multifunctional. Okay. Um, because if you pair it with, like I actually do have a small hoop in my bag. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what people don't realize is that during what we call the first bustle era, in many cases, they're still wearing hoops. Yeah. Just weird shaped ones. Weird shaped ones, or they're wearing a hoop that has a bustle on top of it. Yeah. They're really small Well, hoops. they just take the little pad that was underneath of it. And they and put, they put it out on the, the top. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, there's a million different variants. Um, but it's not just a bustle. It's usually a bustle and some sort of hoop around the bottom or some sort of understructure. Mm-hmm. So if you if you make one of these little phantomy things or something similar, it could even just be a really short lobster. Mm. Then you're set for two eras if you just get something to go down on the bottom for uh, first bustle era. Nice. And it's small. They can go compact. Yeah. Like Great whatever. Travel. Yeah. So that's what I would suggest. Awesome. Very cool. cool. Well, that was illuminating. Um, Bags of rice. <laughs> there's, there's so I'm much. I'm trying to come up with a bustle pun right now, and I'm, I'm like struggling. It's, it's so back in there. I'm disappointed in you. Oh, I'll scream it out whenever. <laughs> when you're ready, Abby. Yeah. There's, there's so much to be talked about with bustles and, and all of that. So, again, if you are listening on the uh, SoundCloud or what any other audio all of version our podcasts, of this. We're pretty much everywhere but Spotify. Wander on over to YouTube if you want to see... Um, visuals of what we're talking about mm-hmm. in this podcast. It's a little bit difficult to cover these subjects without showing the pictures. Mm-hmm. Also on the blog, there's going to be pictures and the yeah. video will be embedded there. There'll be the links and everything in the description. Yeah. So we're yeah. good. Mm-hmm. We're good. Well, Chrissy, thank you for joining us. Not like you had much of a choice today. Yeah, <laughs> I was kind of dragged kicking and screaming. No, I, no. Was, I came willingly. Get in the car. Talk about butts. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to college and talk about butts. Anyway. Yes, thank you very much for joining us. Um, Everybody listening, thank you for joining us, too. Mm -hmm. If you want to know more about us, check out our whole big back catalog of podcasts. Check out our YouTube channel, American Duchess. Mm -hmm. Find some shoes, stockings, buckles, and other legwear items at AmericanDuchess.com. Yes. Uh, You can always follow the blog as well. It's Mm -hmm. not quite as updated as it used to be, um, but I do still occasionally put things on the blog. Instagram and Facebook as well. Yes. And don't forget to subscribe if you enjoy. We have loads of episodes coming this year in 2020. And if you like what you're listening to, go ahead and leave us a review, please. And thank you. Thank you. And we'll see you next time. Bye. 
Thanks for listening to this episode of the American Duchess Podcast. We hope that you enjoyed this episode as much as we did. If you didn't already know, we're on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter, All American Duchess. Our blog is blog.americanduchess.com, and our website is www.americanduchess.com. You'll find the links to all of these in the description below, including links to our guest's website and social media. Until next time. We're on planet. Yes, Pearl.